Hey guys, and welcome back to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, PAs on a mission to help you get accepted to PA school. So if you are a pre-PA, then you are in the right spot. We're thrilled you are here and to be a part of your journey to getting into PA school. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something super exciting that we know you will love. If you're feeling totally overwhelmed by the whole PA school application process, then you definitely want to look into doing a VIP day, which is a game changer and so incredibly valuable in putting together your strongest CASPA app, landing interviews, and getting accepted to PA school. During our VIP days, we meet one-on-one on Zoom and write your entire personal statement All of your CASPA experience paragraphs match you to the best PA schools for you and your stats, mock interview, everything you need to have your most competitive PA school application. And the best part, you don't have to have a single thing written. That's right. We meet you on Zoom and you talk and we write. At the end, you have an outstanding and completed personal statement, CASPA paragraphs, and list of PA schools that you fit best with. You can absolutely get accepted to PA school with a low GPA or other not-so-awesome stats, but you must apply the right way into the right schools with your strongest application. And VIP days, you don't have to sweat it. We'll tackle them together. And our VIP days also include not only personal statement writing session, CASPA paragraphs writing session, but also a mock interview to help you crush your PA school interviews. You'll also get access to our exclusive application to acceptance course, PA school directory, and weekly PA shadowing hours you can add to your CASPA application. With years of experience working at PA schools and in PA school admissions, we know what it takes to create an outstanding application that demands attention. We pull out all the stops to ensure your application is not just good, but outstanding. There's only a limited number of spots available for our VIP days because we believe in providing a truly personalized experience. So don't wait around. Seize this incredible opportunity and jump into a VIP day with us. We will drop the link in the episode notes. Now on to today's episode. So today I want to talk a little bit about prereqs in PA school. We get DM'd actually all the time asking about why certain classes are prereqs, do I have to take the prereqs, all that. And if you've listened to us in the past, you know that you have to meet the minimum requirements for schools. So if they say it's a prereq, you have to take that class. That's very clear, right? But we get asked a lot like why Do they want certain classes? Why do some schools want organic chemistry and some schools don't? Why do some schools want statistics? Why do some schools only want abnormal psychology instead of intro to psychology? Why others will accept any psych course, right? So in this episode, we're gonna explore the reasons behind this to help you gauge which program might be right for you based on the prereqs. All right, so we all know The reason we take prereqs like anatomy, physiology, biology, that's pretty clear, right? That this is actually information you're going to use and need to know in PA school. So usually there's no question about why those classes are necessary. But we get a lot of questions like, hey, how come schools require, for example, algebra or pre-algebra or math, right? So we get asked this a lot. Why should I have to take a math class when I'm going to PA school? And the truth is there is a little bit of math in PA school, not a whole lot, and you can use your calculator, right? Um, But it's not really about the math. So unlike anatomy, right? It's about the anatomy. It's about understanding how the body works. It's about understanding the different nerves and muscles, insertions, etc. It's not about the actual knowledge. It's about how math makes you think, right? It helps your critical thinking skills. So math is one of those things that really, really help your critical thinking skills. It's not about adding seven plus two or whatever it is. It's about how can I figure out this problem? X is always a different number, How can I use the principles of solving and finding X in order to solve this problem and get an answer? 
right? So you have to use a lot of critical thinking. You have to realize like, oh, hey, I could subtract five from both sides. Oh, I could take the square root. I could double this, whatever it is. You have to kind of recognize that yes, X is always different and every single problem looks different. But to get to the answer, you need to use a critical thinking process and a step-by-step process. And this translates really well to medicine, right? So every patient is a little bit different. They have different past medical history. They're on different medications. They have different symptoms, maybe different findings. But how are you going to use that and use the principles that you learn in PA school in order to solve the problem and find out what's going on with the patient and how you need to treat them? And so the idea behind things like math is it really teaches you that critical thinking, which is why a lot of schools still require the GRE. The GRE is a great gauge of your critical thinking skills, both in the math and in the English part, right? So if you have a word that you don't know the meaning of, but you know the meaning of all the words surrounding it, can you pick out the definition of that word? Again, that's a critical thinking problem. And so a lot of schools still require the GRE test, for example, because it shows your critical thinking. It shows your ability to, hey, I don't know something. Can I figure it out? I don't know X or I don't know the the meaning of this word. Can I figure that out? And so that's one reason why we have a lot of these prereqs. Another reason is, is every single school has a slightly different curriculum. They have slightly different classes. They teach things in a different way. And they want you to come in with a certain type of knowledge. For example, If they say biochem is a requirement for our program, there probably is some knowledge that you learn in biochem that they want you to have, right? That in the curriculum, they assume you already know this and they're going to start building upon it right away or they just gloss over it very quickly and they're going to stop building upon it. So they want you to have a familiarity with the subject and they want you to kind of understand a little bit of the basics in order to succeed in their program. Because every program wants to keep all students. Every program wants every single student to pass the boards. Like we want it just as much as you guys do, But the reality is, is that you've got to choose the students that are right for your curriculum, which is an exciting thing from the student perspective, because you can look at the prereqs and decide, hmm, I really, I've taken all these, I did well in all these, this is probably the school for me, right? So if one of your schools has an extra class that they require, it's usually because they want you to gain some familiarity with the subject. Other schools as well also want you to prove that you can do upper level science type classes. So let's say they require organic one and organic two. Well, maybe some of the principles you learn from organic are useful in PA school, but really you're proving to them that you can do upper level critical thinking science courses while taking a full load. So if you have a full load of classes, 16, 18 hour classes, however many you take, then that really reassures us that you can juggle a lot of upper level classes, a lot of thinking, a lot of homework, a lot of learning, because in PA school, you're going to have to do that. And so sometimes too, schools just want to make sure that you have, again, that higher power thinking, that critical thinking, and they can do that by seeing if you've succeeded in upper level science courses. So the best thing we love to see is in your junior and senior year is you just rock out those science classes. Because we know your freshman and sophomore are usually the more basic classes, usually a little bit easier than the upper level classes, especially if you're a science major, right? You tend to to get harder as you get closer to graduation. And so you succeeding in those upper level classes really reassures us that you're ready for grad school, right? Because we're going to take it up even more a notch. Now we're in grad school and it's going to be even harder. So a lot of times schools just want to make sure that you are well prepared for their program because the last thing schools want to do is accept students that aren't prepared enough for their program and have these students struggle. And we really hate to see students struggle because we know how hard it is to get into PA school. And so everybody struggles a little bit. I'm just going to tell you like, 
it was hard for me. It was hard for Katie. It's going to be hard for you too. And that's okay. You know, good things in life are hard. It's totally worth the struggle and the challenge and the input and all the sacrifice you have to make, but we don't want you to struggle too much. The point of you get really stressed. You're not sure if you're going to progress through the curriculum and Reality is not everybody does progress to the curriculum. And so schools just wanna make sure that they're choosing the right students for their program. So if you are looking at your prereqs and you are looking at other programs, consider this when you're deciding which programs are right for you. So we hope this episode really helped you. We know CASPA is opening up soon in just a few months. And so those of you who are getting ready to apply, please think about this. Look at your prereqs, look at the schools and choose the right programs for you. If this did help you, please consider leaving us a review. It really helps our podcast get out there and send it to someone who might need it as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off. We will check you next time.